Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is Russia is dismantling the West. Let's say it again. Russia is dismantling the West. Now, not the way you normally would think. Some surprising ways. And I think it's all the hand of the Lord. I think it's all saying that the Russian attack and destruction of America is getting pretty close. Okay, so first article. Hal Turner says Russia is jamming U.S.-supplied HIMARS in Ukraine. When those systems first arrived in Ukraine battlefields last year, they were very accurate. And Russia, which has strong radio electronic systems, eventually found a way to jam the GPS-guided artillery and HIMARS projectiles. The Russians come up with countermeasures, and we inform our partners, and then they make new countermeasures against this countermeasure. Okay, so it's cat and mouse. (laughs) We find a way to hit you, and then Russia finds a way to stop it, and so we change it, and then Russia finds a way to stop that. So we change it, Russia finds a way to stop that. Well, that's effectively disarming the West. Goes on to say Ukraine is supplied with several dozen high-mobility artillery rocket systems, or HIMARS, which have a range of 85 kilometers, or 53 miles, by its former foreign backer since June last year. Western outlets describe the system as a game-changer in the conflict. Now, next article. Russians have now captured a British-French storm shadow missile intact and Black Hornet drones. This is really big. So the Russian army has now made a spectacular capture of a pretty much intact French-British Storm Shadow, or a cruise missile, and a fully intact British Black Hornet, which is a micro-drone. These devices are being analyzed and reverse-engineered by Russian technology firms, which they're very good at. This is a dramatic find for Russia. I believe it's the hand of God, and it is turning these Western nations that used to be Christian over to judgment. The Storm Shadow has been doing very significant damage against the Russians in Ukraine. By analyzing the missile's components and reverse compiling its software, Russia will gain almost complete knowledge of how the system operates and therefore how to thwart it. Russian electronic warfare capabilities are world-renowned and it is now expected that the practical life of the other Storm Shadow missiles Gifted to Ukraine is going to be very short. In other words, they're not going to be hitting their targets. That's a major point. Likely less than a month from now until the Russians identify vulnerabilities and make adjustments to the Russian electronic warfare to defeat the missiles. In another important capture, Russia recovered a fully intact British Black Hornet micro drone. Now, I thought this was really interesting. I never heard of this. At least 850 Black Hornet microdromes can easily fit in the palm of a human hand. I'm going to read that again. Get a load of this. At least 850 Black Hornet microdromes can easily fit in the palm of a human hand. So these are real small, and they're very effective. So they were given to Ukraine in August of 2022. Designed for scouting and spying, the micro-drones are particularly useful for urban combat where they can check which buildings enemies are in before the soldiers advance. 
The drones were gifted as part of a joint UK-Norway program, with Norway contributing $9 million. Okay, so essentially, NATO has thrown almost everything it has, almost every bullet, almost every technology against the Russians, and they have not been able to defeat the Russians. I think the Russians are smiling and saying, yeah, keep it coming. We love to steal all of your secrets so that when we decide we can take you over, just like Dimitri was shown in the vision Dimitri had, where all of the West and the NATO nations would be like trying to overcome this big bear, just fighting with sticks, and the bear just rampaged and just ran over all of them. That's what this is setting up to do. This is a picture of a larger version. This is not a micro drone. Again, 850 of them can fit in the palm of your hand. This is a much larger version, but it's something similar to this. Now, try to imagine. One of these things can go and peek in windows. They can go inside of an open window, an open door. Someone walks in, following them in. They're quiet. They don't, they're the size of a, of a wasp, okay? And they can go in and spot and see what needs to be the attack plan. So this black Hornet micro drone, which resembles a helicopter shrunk to the size of a tennis ball, have a maximum range of about 1.2 miles and can fly for up to 25 minutes. 25 minutes? That's deadly. Reaching top speeds of 11 miles an hour, they have three high-definition cameras fitted, which can send footage back to command posts and are fitted with night vision equipment. That's big. And it was nice that the West had it, but now what they've basically done is turned it over to the Russians. Now, do you remember when uh, they went after, uh, oh, what's his name? Osama bin Laden. And one of those high-tech helicopters that were supposed to be like silent crashed, and the Pakistanis turned it over to the Chinese. That means that the Chinese now have probably also turned all of those secrets over to the Russians. So it's what, what I'm seeing is the hand of God is turning our secrets over to our enemies. Now, do you remember the movie Hunt for Red October? I love the movie. But reportedly, it was actually a true event when the hand of God turned Russians' high technology into making a super, super secret, super silent submarine and handed over to the Americans. Well, back in those days, America was in God's favor. But now, America is not in God's favor. So what I see happening here is that God is turning our high technology that we could and would have been able to defeat the Russians with, he's turning that now over to our enemies, preparing to see our nation defeated. That's the point of the program. The drones manufactured in Norway by the United States-based company, Teldyne Fleer, they were originally designed by Norwegian or Prox Dynamics, which has since been taken over by the American company. They're designed to be quiet enough to enter buildings without being heard by those inside, making them perfect for reconnaissance. These micro-drones, which are at the time cost about $94,000 each, Talking a hundred thousand dollars for a little bitty drone like that, about the size of a wasp, eight hundred and fifty of them in the palm of your hand, 
$100,000 a unit, and now, because they fell into the hands of the Russians, they'll find a way to defeat them, probably just take them over even. So they send up a handful of them, and they just go into the Russians' hands. The Russians change the code on it, and then start using it against the West. $94,000 a unit were first used by the British troops in Afghanistan in 2013. Now, I recall an incident, and there's no way I'd be able to look it all up so many years later, but I recall an incident a few years back in which a Russian plane flew by one of the U.S. frigates, and all of a sudden all of their weapons on the whole ship just turned off. You remember that one? It looks like a dome. It, it looks like a dome, and it has a, a machine gun that can just aim any place real quick, and it can follow it. Well, their guns just went limp. <laughs> just stopped. The Russian plane made the whole U.S. frigate, all of its weapons, useless. That should have been a shot across the bow, but it's not. Now, let me show you some things in the scripture that confirm this. Jeremiah, now, Dimitri did, and I believe that Jeremiah 50 and 51, both those chapters, are talking about America. For lo, I'll raise and cause to come up against Babylon an assembly of great nations. Okay, what is that? Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries you couldn't remember. An assembly of great nations from the North Country. If you go up north of America, you run into Canada. But if you keep going, it runs into Russia. From the North Country, and they shall set themselves in array against her. From thence, she shall be taken. Their arrows shall be as of a mighty expert man, and none shall return in vain. Okay, well, it used to be that that was the problem. You could drop a bomb, but it didn't necessarily mean it's going to hit the target. But now, with GPS programming and some of the other things, you know, following land, you, know, you can say, this is the target I want to hit and put a picture in, and it'll go out and find it. I mean, and believe me, I have no idea of some of the advanced things, and probably you don't either, that they can do. Let me jump to another couple of scriptures here. Jeremiah 50, verse 3. For out of the north, that's the second time it said, the nation that will destroy America is out of the north. There will come up a nation against her, which shall make her land desolate. Would you say that, say, a hundred giant nuclear bombs going off all at the same time all across America would leave her desolate? Yep. Desolate. And none shall dwell therein. Why would no one live in a city where a nuclear bomb had gone off? Uh, radiation. Okay, does that make sense? And they shall remove, and they shall depart both man and beast. There's never been a time where nuclear radiation could leave a city where everyone leaves, and they don't take gold, they don't take silver, they don't take diamonds, they don't take cornerstones, they don't take the wealth of that nation at all. They're doing good to just walk out, kind of like Chernobyl, okay? They leave it all because it's all radiated. It's no good. You're doing good to get out with your life. That's what the Scripture's saying. And in those days and that time, saith the Lord, the children of Israel shall come, they and the children of Judah together, meaning when America is hit by the Russians, all of a sudden Israel says, uh, whoops. We can't count on the Jews in America anymore, just like Dimitri was told. I read it yesterday. 
all of a sudden, so they decide, okay, we got to really turn, we got to really ask for the Messiah to come. And if there is any kind of revival, it would be at that time. Verse 5, they shall ask the way to Zion. In other words, they're going to, how do we say, how do we get to, to find our real God? With their faces through the word saying, come, let us join ourselves to the Lord. Next verse, their shepherds have caused them to go away, to go astray. And I do not know this for certain, but what the scripture is saying is that the shepherds, I guess you call them rabbis, have led them astray and said, oh, no, no, Jesus, he's not Messiah, when in fact he is. Now, what about America? Have our shepherds led us astray? Have they told us there's going to be a pre-trib rapture so we can go to sleep and we don't have to be interested in the last days? We don't have to be interested in, in stopping our sin? <laughs> okay? So, yeah, the shepherds, I think, have a lot of blood on their hands, both in Israel and in America and probably around the world. All that found them had devoured them. So there's a time coming when God is going to turn the people left in America at that time. And if I have my way about it, we're going to move a lot of Christians and Jews out of America before those bombs hit. And I'll talk about that in a second. All that found them had devoured them. And their adversaries said, we offend not because they sinned against the Lord. In other words, by us killing the Americans that are evil and filthy, become the habitation of devils, the hole of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. Because we killed them, we didn't offend. Because it was the hand of the Lord. And probably they're right, because it was God sending them over to kill the sinful Americans. Remove out of the midst of Babylon. I believe I can show you several, at least four different places in the scripture that says, well, like I heard a voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people that you be not protectors of her sins, and you receive not of her plagues. Now, yes, it is saying, stop sinning. But I also believe there's a time that the Spirit of God is going to start speaking the hearts of Christians to leave America. And that's one of the things I want to do is to buy an airline. I didn't say an airplane. An airline and start flying Christians and Jews to Israel another day. I will raise and cause to come up against Babylon, that would be America, an assembly of great nations from the north country. And they shall set themselves in array against her. In other words, okay, we're going to all plan to attack this way. You attack there, we attack. We all attack at the same time. This is, a, in other words, they have a plan. From thence she'll be, she shall be shaken or taken. Their arrows shall be as a mighty expert man, and none shall return in vain. With GPS guidance, they don't miss anymore. Because of the wrath of the Lord... It shall not be inhabited, but it shall be wholly desolate. Why? It's the second time it's telling us. Because of the radiation. Put yourselves in array against Babylon round about. All that been the bowl, shoot at her, spare no arrows. That's the second time it said that. Again, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. When God wants to say, this is absolutely positively going to say, or going to happen, he'll say it more than once. I saw that all through Revelation when I memorized Revelation. It is the vengeance of the Lord. Take vengeance upon her, speaking of America. Call together the archers against Babylon. That's America. All ye that bend the bow, camp against it round about. Let none thereof escape. So our enemies at that time, 
hopefully once we've removed all of the Christians and Jews from America, all of the good people, and there's nothing but just filth and people that want to kill us left. So God is sending his hand down to destroy the evil people in America. Recompense her according to her work, according to all that she had done, do unto her. For she has been proud against the Lord, against the Holy One of Israel. Therefore shall her young men fall in the streets, and all her men of war shall be cut off in that day. It's the hand of the Lord that will be coming down to destroy the evil people left in America. No rapture. Hopefully we can move them to Israel. And the most proud shall stumble and fall. And none shall raise him up, and I will kindle a fire in his cities, and it should devour all round about him. Well, when a nuclear weapon goes off, that's what it does. It's basically heat, yes. It's also radiation, but it's also a 200-mile-an-hour wind. But the biggest thing is fire. A sword is upon the liars, and they shall dote. Now, I looked up that word dote, and it means they will refuse to fight. Right now, the American soldiers are probably the most elite, the best fighting force on the planet. But that's when they have Jesus in their heart. That's when they have the power of the Holy Spirit giving them that courage. And I've seen times where I can show you there's a scripture that says that when, when you're walking with the Lord, you only lose about one out of a thousand men. There's another scripture that says one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. So when you're walking with the Lord, you shouldn't lose hardly any people on the battlefield. That's what it's saying. But the sword is upon the liars. Right now, America is a nation of liars. I mean, our president lies. Our Congress lies. Our pastors lie. We are a nation of liars. A sword is upon the liars, and they shall dote. In other words, they'll... It's about to say, they will be like women. In other words, and that's not an attack on women, but women aren't designed to fight the way men are. I think that's a safe way to say it. I'm not trying to attack women. I love women. A sword is upon her mighty men, and they shall be dismayed. Dismayed means they don't exactly know what to do. They don't know the solution. All they can see is everybody random is getting killed, and they're about next. Behold, the people shall come from the north, That's the third time it said that. A great nation, many kings shall be raised up from the coasts of the earth. Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, and two other countries you couldn't remember. And they shall hold the bow in the lance. They are cruel and will not show mercy. Their voice shall roar like the sea, and they shall ride upon horses. That's straight out of Ezekiel 38. Everyone put in array like a man to the battle against thee, O daughter of Babylon. At the noise of the taking of Babylon, the earth has moved. I've told you several times that that scripture exists, so I thought I'd go ahead and bring it in here. In other words, when some 50 to 100 nuclear weapons all go off within probably like within five minutes of each other, if they had it their way, it would probably all be detonated instantly at exactly the same moment. Henry Groover saw that they detonate within 60 seconds of launch. In other words, we have no time to do anything. Of course, we say we, but if I, have, if I have my way about it, if I do what God has told me to do, most of the Christians and Jews are going to be out of America at that time anyway. It's just going to be the worst of the worst of the filthy of the filthy. The mighty men of Babylon have forborne to fight. That's dote. 
They have remained in their holes and their might have failed. They became as women. That's where I got it. They have burned their dwelling places. Her, eye, her bars are broken. <laughs> That's a pretty good description of a bunch of cowards. See, we're, uh, there's a saying that says that, what is it, weariness? Fatigue, that's the word. Fatigue makes cowards of us all. Well, what makes us brave is the Holy Spirit inside of us. But you take that out, or in the case of many evil people, never got it, and they don't have the courage. And so, yeah, the mighty men of Babylon, the mighty men of America have foreborn. No, no, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. I don't want to go out there. They're going to kill me. They remained in their holes, and their might has failed, and they became as women. Now, these next two verses, I'm going to, I think I conclude with these verses. I've got, no, I've got another article. But these two are a perfect description of the attitude of most people in America right now. I will make their feasts, and I will make them drunken, that they may rejoice and sleep a perpetual sleep and not wake. Now, before we go to the next verse, right now, most people spend more on going to watch the Dallas Cowboys or whatever their team is than they spend on church. They will not think twice about giving thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 so that they can have a place to set in a ball game, but they wouldn't give a dime in an offering to a church. We see churches these days, instead of having these big castles where the wealthy men and women of the area were supporting them, now we see them like our church. You know, most times we don't even make the payment. Most times we have 20 or 30 people there on a Sunday morning. Offerings are small. And that's not saying our people don't give. They give a lot. It's just we don't have very many people. What it's saying is, I will make them party and want to watch TV, want to have enjoyment. These days, the average American is looking for another way to have a good time. They are just living the life. I've even seen people wear T-shirts that says, I'm living the life. Okay? They're just having a good time. That's all they want to do is have a good time. That's the Spirit of the Lord putting them on there because they're not turning to Him. They're not putting Him in His kingdom first. I will make their feasts, and I will make them drunken. <laughs> How many people go out, and they just go to the bar, and they just drink? How many people have to have a drink almost every day, sometimes several? That they may rejoice and sleep a perpetual sleep and not wake. You and I, as watchmen, we can't understand why they don't wake up. We can't understand why we can't get them to wake up. But the Scripture says the Spirit of the Lord is going to cause them to sleep, a perpetual sleep, and not wake. We've seen that. Next scripture. I will make drunk her princes. All right, now, what are the princes? That's the royalty. Yeah, someplace in America we have royalty. And so what it's saying is the royalty within the nation he's going to control, and her wise men. Now, who's that? That's your college professors, your educated, the very well-educated people, scientists, in some cases, military people, the wise men, and her captains. Now, captain specifically is a military term. So it's saying, I'm going to make her royalty. I'm going to make her educated experts. I'm going to make her military. 
and her rulers. Now, rulers, that's governmental. That's a governmental word. So we're talking about like congressmen, senator, but it's not just uh, federal. It's also state. And it's also local. And her mighty men. Now, who are the mighty men? Those are literally your muscle men. Like a lot in Russia, it would be Spetsnaz. In America, it would be like Navy SEALs and uh, people like that. In other words, the really, really strong people. And they shall sleep at perpetual sleep and not wake. Now, what are those two verses saying? Verse 39 is saying that I'm going to make Americans want to party and get drunk and have a good time, and they will not awake from that. Then what's verse 57 saying? I'm going to make their princes or their royalty, their extremely intelligent people, their military, their governmental people, their mighty men, their mighty warriors, I'm going to make them also sleep, a perpetual sleep and not wake. See, most people can tell you when American Idol is on, but they can't tell you the last verse in the Bible they memorized. They can tell you where their seat is at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, or whatever their team is, but they can't tell you one verse in the Bible. They've never led anybody to the Bible. And they only go to church so they can sell their insurance or something like that. So, yeah, America's in trouble. I got one more article here. Zero Hedge says, Biden says the threat of Putin using tactical nukes is real. President, If he's told the truth once here, he told the truth on this one. President Biden warned earlier this week that the threat of Russian President Vladimir Putin using tactical nuclear weapons is real. Biden, in October 2022, he said the chances of nuclear Armageddon were higher than at any point since the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis. Biden has done nothing to ease tensions with Russia and escalated U.S. involvement in the war, including by giving the green light for European countries to send U.S.-made F-16s to Kiev. Biden administration officials have also repeatedly expressed support for Ukrainian attacks on Crimea using U.S.-made weapons, which is a major red line for Russia. So what are we talking about? We're talking about we could see the start of the fall of America very soon. It could be happening very soon. What do you do? First, ask Jesus to forgive your sins. Second, I would suggest you call cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Call them. Talk to them. They're Christians. Maybe you don't have a whole lot of money. Call them and say, you know, here's what I do have. What do you suggest? Second, I'd recommend you go to josephkitchen.com. Make sure you've got yourself some food. Also, I'd recommend you go to prophecyclub.com. Right there on the front page, we've got some books that are extremely important that you have. Also, I'd recommend you go to empshield.com. And, of course, use the promo code prophecy because it helps your prophecy club, but They have devices. Here, I've got one right here. Looks like this. If I can turn that around where you can see it. You can see the size of it there. And you put the red wire to the red side of the battery, the black wire to the black side of the battery, and the green wire to the body of the car. And it's got a little peel-off sheet back here. Just peel it off, stick it under the hood. They got videos on there, empshield.com. Shows you how to put it on, takes, uh, well, took me about 10 minutes. 
and put it on. And then the hopefully the plan is when the suitcase nukes, I say when because we got 33 or is it 34 scriptures now that say, not scriptures, prophecies, 34 prophecies that say that these suitcase nukes are going to go off, some 35 of them. And that's probably, just my guess, that's probably the second snake bite for you folks who have been following us for a while. So I'm saying, get ready. And also, get ready to do some soul winning. Memorize some scriptures. Can you lead someone to the Lord? If you can't, pull out your Bible, get you some scriptures memorized so that you can lead someone to the Lord. I am having another level two. Level 2 School of the Watchman's Conference, and I'm calling this a teacher's course. It's going to be September 15 and 16. You can go to prophecyclub.com, and it'll tell you all of the details about it. And it gives you all of the requirements. I'll let you read that online. However, the big question is, you're going to be saying, well, what's the difference between Level 1 and Level 2? Well, lots. Level 1 was primarily reading through most of the book of Revelation and teaching it. That's not be level two. Yes, we will do some reading. But this one is designed to make you a teacher of Bible prophecy, which, by the way, our office wants to know if you went through level one and if you have taught or have been invited to teach from the book of Revelation and you went through level one, send me an email. I'd like to know that. I know there's been at least one. I think there's two, maybe more. Anyway, I'd like to know. So level two is to teach you to the point to where you can be qualified to actually teach the book of Revelation. Now I can tell you right up front, we're going to have a level three, God willing. And in that one, I'm going to require people to memorize the book of Revelation to come to level three. And so there's going to be one year's difference between level two and level three. It took me a year to memorize it. So I figure it'll take you a year to memorize it. Some of you may be even faster. So go to prophecyclub.com and it'll give you all the details, tells you all about some of the difficult questions and things like that we're going to cover in level two. Level two is going to get you real close to being a, a qualified teacher of Revelation. But by the time you get through level three, having memorized the book, pastor's going to listen to you. And that's where we're going with this. Also, I'd recommend you go, you know, go and get yourself a Berkey water filter. And yes, we do have Berkeys all in stock now. Uh, also, we have potassium iodate pills, which are what you take inside of once a radioactive unit has happened in your area. As far as uh, Berkey water filters, this is one thing you want to be sure to do is get some extra filters. This is the minimum most people get is this one right here. I get... The Crown Berkey right here, this is the one I have, this one I use. And I have about eight extra filters with me too because if you're using clean water, they'll last a year or two. But if you're using rainwater or muddy water, then they clog up a whole lot faster. So you want to have some extra filters. 